What is going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Mood Lifters. In this week's call, I sit down with Grant to talk about addressing your trauma and basically handling hardship. If you guys have any questions or comments about anything we talk about, please don't hesitate to throw in the comments below. And with that, let's get into it. So what's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Mood Lifters. I got Grant here today. Chris couldn't make it because it's been a little chaotic week for Chris. So Amen. we'll, we'll talk, that, talk about that shortly. I mean, some little brief things that he has going on. I'm not going to talk about too much, but Grant, oh, no, how let's just your... keep his... It... Just keep it simple, you know. When it rains, it pours. Yeah, 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 a okay. very stressful just, time, and yeah, it just oh. like a lot of stuff just came at him. It's one of those things where it's funny, but then it's also shitty at the same time because it's sometimes, like sometimes, sometimes you just gotta you gotta lean back and look at it from afar and just kind of laugh at it. Yeah, it's like, that's how it is. Uh, that's exactly what that is. Like, it is what it is. It. So many things are out of your control on a daily basis, and like the only thing you can really do is do what you can yeah. at any given time especially when it's out of your control and that's a really important thing to touch up on for like mental health you know there's a lot of stuff that goes on and like there are some things that you can't control and to ruminate over that can really affect our mental health drastically and it's it's kind of hard not to do that but in practicing it consistently where it's like i can control how i react to certain things or i can control how you know this, the stuff that's happening right now in my life is something that I can't really, I can't really essentially play God and just modify things to like take things, you know, here and there. And sometimes it can get absolutely absurd, the shit that goes down with your life and to be yeah. able to like laugh at that kind of stuff and try to move past it, even if it stings a little bit, that takes some time, but being able to practice that consistently can really help with perspective and stuff. And, you know, similar to what we talked about a couple of weeks ago before I went on my flight uh, in that where you were saying, we were talking about how you were dealing with some of your, you know, the challenges, like the mentality stuff, that negative self-talk and mm -hmm. how you, you basically were like, wait a second, I'm dealing with that right now. Let's throw that shit, those negative thoughts away. Cause some of the, some of them are ridiculous, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. And I mean, ever since I caught that, that self-talk, my, my internal dialogue has been a lot better. Good. I'm glad to hear it. But from Excellent. within, from within these past, you know, two weeks since we've been gone, I've had another curveball. you know, like when I, like we said before, when it rains, it pours is that, you know, I'm going to this driving school, my stress levels are already very elevated. And then um, just this past week, I just got my due date. For me to go do this really important test for my licensing and it's going to be next thursday and now it's getting to the point where i'm getting uh, i'm getting like you know that student anxiety of like oh crap there's a really important exam that's make or break coming up you know if i if i fail this test that comes up if i fail it three times i'm basically fired from my job so it's like i have to pass this this test and like and then thinking to myself like am i ready am i doing everything i need to be doing to pass this test do i know what the fuck i'm talking about it's and it's like by stress levels like we're already really elevated now like now especially like extra high <laughs> I, I, and, I bet man and uh you know going and dealing like uh on friday i had to go to the dmv and, and get some special endorsement put on my permit before i can even go do the test and that was um that was for my hazmat qualification with the fucking government and i go to the dmv and you know everybody goes to the dmv and you you're, you hope and pray that it's going to be super quick and then you go there and you stand you're standing around with your thumb in your ass for three hours and then they finally call your stupid number because i don't know if you're aware of this they changed their appointment setting system so you can't set it ahead of time you set the appointment the day of oh god so it's like it's just a nightmare because if I had the opportunity to set it myself the day or two before I knew I was going to go, I would have just made an appointment and made it super easy. But instead, I just show up and then I wait three hours. I have my fucking envelope with all the things that make me who I am. So like if somebody were to steal that, they would be me, you know, <laughs> birth certificate, social security, licensing, all that shit. Is <laughs> the things that they would need to ruin my life credit wise. Um, and then I go to the window and the chick's like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. Let me go talk to a manager and see if they can help me figure it out because it's, it's, um, 
it's basically commercially based. So most DMVs aren't familiar with the processes of like how to yeah. check their system to make sure I'm authorized to even take this test. And then they come back and they're like, you're not in the system. And the most frustrating part is like, I hate, I hate being called a liar mm-hmm. because I'm not a liar. I think it's way too, like, I just don't have time to lie. I don't have time to spin a web or, you know, blow smoke up people's asses. I just, I'm, I'm much more comfortable just being blunt and being honest. And if it fucking shoots me in the face, it shoots me in the face and I get over it. I've, I've never been one to pull my punches in that regard, as far as telling the truth. And so the lady says, Oh, you know, you're not in the system. I was like, well, your system's wrong. Cause I've done my due diligence. I've done the training. I've done the, I went and I got fingerprinted by the fucking federal government. I've done everything I'm supposed to do. That's supposed to give me the opportunity to take this freaking test that I could still fail, which I wasn't going to fail because I've been studying like a motherfucker for it. And she's like, nope, sorry, we can't do it. So then I had to go out and then I had to call my driving school and I'm pissed off. And I'm like, hey, DMV is not letting me take this fucking test. What's going on? Like, I thought I'd done my due diligence. What, what do I do? And then they tell me, oh, they have it wrong. I'm like, you're telling me the DMV has it wrong? And they're like, yeah. And then I, I go back in there and I have to be a Karen. I'm like, I need to speak to a supervisor or a manager because clearly somebody doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. And it's not me. <laughs> and then they try to tell me like, oh, you need to go to, to a commercially focused DMV, which is only two of them down here in Southern oh, California. And each of them is an hour drive. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not driving an hour to take the test on a fucking computer that I can do 20 feet away from yeah. me. <laughs> so I spoke to a manager and I told her all this stuff. And I was like, I've been fingerprinted through the TSA. I've done this, the school training. I have everything I need. Let me take the fucking test. She's like, okay, let me. She's like, it's just rare that we, uh, that we have people come in here doing this. And I was like, okay, so what? You guys do one a year and you guys have already done your one for this year. So you've hit your quota. So you can't help me. <laughs> <laughs> and i was dude i was getting heated and then she's like let me just check your license and, and double check one more time for you just to see if anything was mistaken she was gone for like half an hour and finally she comes back she's like that yeah there was a mistake you're in there i'm like okay cool so i can take the test she's <laughs> you know i i sat there for a second i was like i need to breathe <laughs> my blood pressure's getting hot <laughs> And then they fucking, they let me take the test and I, you know, I aced it on the first go around and I was like, oh, okay, that's done. Now I get to focus for this next week on, you know, polishing my knowledge and polishing my, cause it's, ba- dude, it's basically like a fucking, it's like a play. It's like a play that I have to go through to, to prove to these people that I know what I'm talking about as far as like, you know, the equipment and all the things that aren't or are supposed to be going on with the vehicle and, you know, n- memorizing a bunch of numbers and specifications on how certain systems are supposed to be like set to certain parameters. It's a lot. It's a lot. And, you know, for the most part, I think I'm about ready. Um, I didn't think that the driving school was going to set me up so soon. So that, that's one thing that kind of stressed me. I was like, oh shit, like it's real now. Cause I've just been going to this driving school and I've just been you know, studying and I've been learning how to drive this, this giant fucking tank of a machine with a stick shift and learning double clutching and learning how to downshift and all this scary shit. And now it's like, now it's time to put it to the test and see if I'm going to get my little license that says, okay, you can officially work and, and make your overtime hours and make the kind of money you want to be making. And, and uh, yeah, dude, my stress has just been through the roof. And it's like, I've just been, I've been eating. I've been eating my fucking stress for sure. Um, And my body's like feeling it. And so I'm like, okay, we need to need to fix this. So I went and I bought a bunch of healthy groceries yesterday. So I have the food to eat good. And, um, you know, I'm kind of pushing my way through all the shitty food that I put in my house. And, you know, I, I fucking I, Friday, dude. I was so fucking stressed out after the DMV. I was like, you know what? I want some fucking pizza. I went and I bought fucking lamppost pizza and I got a meatball sandwich and I got fucking potato wedges. And I was like, oh, this is all so fucking delicious. And then I 
you know, I had a couple slices and I had the potato wedges and I had half the sandwich and I'm like, oh God, <laughs> you know, that Pokemon muck. Yeah. I felt like muck after that, that dude. Oh, I felt, man. I felt like just a pile of grease. And I was just like, uh, <laughs> why does everything that tastes so fucking good make me feel so fucking bad? <laughs> Dude, I've totally been there. <laughs> I've been on the I've been on that where it's like, oh shit. Afterwards, what have I done? Yeah. But dude, I'm glad that like, I mean, you even said like with all the chaotic stu- stuff, you know that like when you're dealing with all those stress levels and stuff, even if you had to indulge, you know, during that time, you're like, oh, I'm gonna get some healthier food options because they'll help me de-stress a little bit more because the nutrients I'm putting in my body helping me recover and things like that. I didn't have such a chaotic week. My week was surprisingly very chill. So I'm like, damn, you know, it's, it's very interesting where somebody could like, is like, I'm, I'm having a good week. And then all of a sudden you have you and Chris over here, like my week's been fucked up. (laughs) I'm just sitting there. I'm like, my mind's completely night and day compared to you, you guys. So but uh, I'm like, holy shit. Like, even when I read that message of Chris's, I was like, holy, what the? It's like you said, it's like, you can only laugh at certain things like that, like at a certain point. It's crazy how different just people's lives can be, you know? And it's it's definitely like a, very much like a, like the moon, man. It, the Your life will wane and it'll wax. Sometimes it'll be really good and sometimes it'll be bad, you know? And it's just like, you, you just kind of take the take the goods and take the bads as they come, and, you know. Like like for me, I realize like if I finish this test next Thursday and I pass it, you know, I'm like, okay, now I'm just now I just get to go back to the stress of just the regular job and doing the work and getting back into the the physical shit and 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 you know doing everything I got to do as far as that goes and waking up early in the morning and you know, going in there and making the work, my, my gym, you know, like you, like you posted that snippet from the other day is like really getting back into the physicality of it. And like, that's its own different kind of stress. Like I don't have to worry about, you know, how many PSI is maximum for the air pressure gauge on this fucking machine. (laughs) (laughs) How, how long do I need to wait for the applied leakage test to go and stuff like that, you know, and not having to really worry about the, men, the mentality of it and more focusing on the physical stuff because the physical stuff is what we really want to focus on because yeah. the physical stuff really helps with the mental stuff in the end yeah. game and avoiding just the, uh, the like mental exhaustion's a bitch. Yep. Going waking up at six o'clock and going to this school and being there for eight hours is like I'm a firm believer that the human brain is really only is really only good for learning for like three or four hours. And sometimes that's even pushing it for some people where it's like, especially when you have like ADHD and it's like your brain just wants to think about literally anything else besides the stuff that you're supposed to be thinking about. Yeah. Like <laughs> like the gold this goldfish attention span mentality of like oh i need to focus on on you know cleaning this parts washer like oh they have oil let's try and sell them some oil and like oh i wonder what i'm gonna have for lunch after this yeah (laughs) and just stuff like that uh going from this fucking driving school and having to drive home at the end of the day and driving in over an hour to get home through fucking traffic every single day and it's a lot man it's a lot and just kind of really looking forward to getting into the the swing of things again like back when i was just training on the truck and shadowing and getting to the point where i'm just going to be you know kind of taken off the leash and left to do my own devices and just do my work as i do it i feel like after this whole fiasco you're just going to be like mentally stronger and you're like all right now you know after all this is said and done you still have you know, some parts of it that are a little bit chaotic with, you know, sitting through traffic, working pretty hard, things like that. And then also incorporating those lift gate pushups. Yeah. I've been thinking about a lot lately. I'm like, that's still the coolest thing ever. Cause you're just like, you bring it down a little, all right, I got this. All right, bring it down a little. That's going to be pretty cool to hear about. So I'm pretty pumped for that. But, but anyway, with all that, it's one of those things where, you know, like you, you said before, like this too will pass. 
And it's in this moment in time, it's like, damn, this is just so much. And you're like right at the cusp of where it just drops, you know, and then you're like, oh, I'm free, basically. We're getting there. We're getting there. I feel so. like uh, I feel like Sisyphus. You familiar with Sisyphus? Vaguely, vaguely. He's the he's the dude who's cursed to push the boulder up the mountain. Oh yes. Every right, time right. he gets it closer to the top, it it goes back down. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like I feel like I'm getting to the summit. I'm like, dude, it's right fucking there. Yeah, it's right there. Please for the love of God. <laughs> God. And I'm just life. hoping that I can fucking get it over that hump and push it down and just coast. You know. <laughs> life is one hell of a show dude if you think about like think about it in perspective like that it's it's almost comical at times you're sitting there and you're like i'm in hell and like it just gets worse and you're sitting there like at some point you're just like i'm here i'm burning i'm burning but i'm not burning as much because i'm laughing about it you know so i think i've been thinking a lot about like there's that meme that's on social media a lot where it's like there's so many people out there who go through their lives with um they're like oh i just need to survive this week but it's every single week (laughs) i was thinking about that the other day i was like fuck am i turning into that person i really don't want to be that person but then i'm like no 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 i just need to get the school done with i just need to get back to work and i just need to make you know make the money and you know get the girl and and you know get healthy and do all these things and like you know, do the things that I thought I'd be doing when I was pushing 30 years old. Like, dude, less than two months, man. 3-0. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big 3-0. Big 3-0. And just, you know, being at this point where it's like, fuck, man, now I'm now I'm going to be at this point where I don't have to worry about working at fucking Pizza Hut and making, you know, $18,000 a year and now being in, in the prospects of like making like like 72,000 on a, on a good year right now. And then only going higher than that. I got my fucking bachelor's degree. I've lost 130 pounds. Like, you know, I'm, I'm the happiest I've been in a long fucking time. I'm no longer like I'm stressed, but I'm not like stressed, depressed and under duress. You yeah. Know? Yeah. There are t- like um, these past couple months, like there's been a couple of, of iterations where I've been feeling really down just because I've been stagnant and realizing like, yeah, you know, you're feeling down. You're you're in the dump. You're down in the dumps a little bit, but you know, it's where we're gonna we're gonna make it. We're gonna make it because we don't have any options not to make it. You know, yeah. the the whole that concept of like Sisyphus and going back down, like don't want to go back there, and recognizing that I don't want to go back there. You know, that's some real shit. It's kind of like you're building up your accolades and looking back at all the progress you made. And one thing that, you know, comes to mind too, on top of what you were saying about work and all that stuff and driving home and commuting and all that stuff. Like I remember when I was working at the rental car agency, working mm-hmm. like almost 60 hours a week as a manager, I'd be first in last out, right? Yeah. You have to make sure your employees are sane, but you are going a little insane, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're going crazy. You're losing your mind, but you want to make sure your employees are taken care of because they're the ones that drive like the most performance. If they're happy, customers will be happy and things like that. So it's a lot of, you know, and management is a big, you know, weight on your shoulders and stuff. And like the one thing that kept me sane was the exercise where I was like, I know that if I didn't do some sort of thing to help me de-stress, I would lose my mind. I don't know where I would be. And I would look back and I'm like, I never want to go back to where I was when I first started this fitness for mental health journey. Cause that was my darkest point. And that was my yeah. lowest point. I don't want to go back to that. So what I'm going to do is the resist you know, going back to that. And it, it might even be like a rational fear of the sort, because I immediately thought if I stopped doing the physical exercise, I would just drop there. Or if I did less of the physical exercise, I would just drop there. But I, I came to find out that if I did less of the physical exercise, it actually helped me a lot mentally. Cause I was like, you know, I commit to maybe 30 to 45 minutes of physical exercise, not, not every day, but a couple of days out of the week, that was better than doing none at all. Right. Right. And, you know, going about that process too, is like, you're going to be on that journey too, where you're like, you're already doing the physical activity, but you're like, I'm going to add one more. I'm going to, you know, do this. I'm going to do that. And having that will help in the long term with that de-stressing aspect, because we don't want that all bottled up because once it's bottled up and it's just about to explode from the jar, for example, um, that's, 
that's a really tough time. That's a really tough period. And we have to find ways to like level it out. You know, there's some day, there's some weeks where it's like up here, stress levels up here, others is like down here, but it, yeah. being able to push and, you know, bring it down to that level. That's, that's essentially what we need to do constantly. You know, speaking about the jar, I saw something really interesting that was counter to what I've said. Oh, and you know, it was just a post on, it was like a, some some picture-based post on, on social media, but I was like, you know, it was referring to like grief and mm-hmm. still utilizing the same concept of a jar, but saying, you know, oh, our grief over time doesn't shrink. You know, and I had to be a little introspective because it's like that for one of the first things we've discussed was like, I'm carrying my trauma of childhood and, you know, all this pain and um, thinking about, you know, this, this concept of, oh, the grief doesn't shrink, but the jar grows. And I had to think about it for a second. And I was like, you know, I, I really don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I think that over time, the, the, the trauma can shrink, but not mm-hmm. until you address it, you know, yeah, yeah. not until you clean it out of the jar. But um, I think everybody's jar doesn't change. I think everybody's you know, size and shape and appearance of their jar is just kind of set to who they are as a person. And the thing that changes is the size of whatever it is they're putting in that jar mm. or the shape of the whatever's in that jar is changing as they deal with it. Mm-hmm. I just, uh, you know, I, I saw that and I was like, that's counter to what I think. And I had to sit there for a couple of minutes to think like, do I want to change my thinking on this regard or do i want to you know flip-flop and i was like no no i think i think my way of thinking on that specific item is is pretty pretty resolute (laughs) i i like yours more too because like you know the the things in the jar i i would say would essentially get smaller the stronger you become you know you know mentally and you know it's still there it's you know you still you'll think about it from time to time but it won't be as severe if that makes sense. Like it won't be as severe of a thought, you know, being able to overcome a lot, you know, being able to go on this journey of just, you know, this journey of self-discovery and just being the best you possibly can with your, with respect to your life and finding what fulfills you and finding what makes you happy and really going on that. If you can find what may, fulfills you and makes you happy, I feel like the, the stuff that we've dealt with in the past gets smaller and smaller. And yeah. I feel yeah. like the, there's that purposeful, you know, that search for purpose for, for many of us. And it could be as small as, and we've mentioned this before, it could be small as, you know, raising a child, like you have your son, you have your daughter, you're raising that. And just like all the bullshit I went through in the past doesn't matter because I'm here for them and I'm here to give them the best life and things like that. And I think right. that, that's just one example. I mean, it could be so many other things. Yeah. I, I think that was kind of my, my biggest uh, counter to that idea was that this concept of the jar being the thing that grows rather than the shrinkage of the trauma or the grief was that if the, if the, the emotion or whatever the trauma is, isn't changing, you're never really addressing it. The fact yeah. like just getting used to things and letting your jar grow around you rather than addressing the things already in the jar mm-hmm. just seems, I don't want to say lazy because I don't want people to think like it's an, it's an attack on those people who aren't addressing their grief, Yeah, but it, it just feels off. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't feel like you're doing the due diligence. You know, I've spent so many years of my life avoiding dealing with that trauma eating the pain and and you know hiding it in the fucking deep dark recesses of my closet so that i didn't have to think about that and i mean if if that would be that kind of case and being like yeah my jar got bigger but it's like there's still the same amount of trauma and shit in that jar you know it it may seem smaller Mm. but it's like okay you're just more used to being being hurt or being traumatized in one yeah. way or another it's like that's just not that's not the life i want to live it's not the life anybody should want to live and i feel like uh i mean to add to your point too is like a lot of cognitive behavioral therapists like they go i think this would be something to do with stress inoculation training 
And what mm. that is, is like the exposure to the thing that stresses them a lot. It's like a small bout of expo- exposure. It's similar to Paracelsus, right? Yeah. Where you're like exposing yourself to a small bout of stimulus to get adaptations in return. But in this way, it's like if somebody has, let's say, for example, the most common stuff for stress inoculation would be like uh, PTSD or like a phobia, right? Mm. You know, arachnophobia, for example, somebody could be terrified, absolutely terrified of spiders, like the real arachnophobia, not like I hate, you know, oh shit, like I'm trying to snap this out. Yeah, yeah. so like um, that is like, let's expose them to like a spider in the room and they're freaking out and then they they calm down and then later on they get closer to it and then closer and then they finally, you know, the spider's on their arm or something like that. And that like, it comes with time, right? It's that process that you just constantly, you know, inoculate yourself in. And I feel like, you know, that tying to your point, it's it's one of those things where that we need to expose ourselves to some sort of like, you know, if we have the trauma experiences in the past to address it, if it's like, and it's different for everybody. This is why it's so important to seek help from somebody, you know, could be seeking help from a therapist or another cognitive behavioral therapist and things like that, because it could be something that's like, real screwed up in your childhood that you need to address in some way and they'll help you find they help you in that process of finding you know a resolution to that so yeah totally you said that uh earlier you know your stress levels were high you were eating some you know the pizza and things like that i know that was like probably hopefully one day out of the week how was like your entire week other than that when it came to nutrition the Monday through Monday through Thursday, I was actually doing really freaking good with my food. Um, I've, I've been, you know, sticking to healthier options through lunch, like, you know, going to Waba grill and cool. And, you know, getting some fucking some, and I don't know what it is. The difference between their white and their brown rice is day and night. The white rice is fucking delicious. And the brown rice tastes like feet. I know. I agree. Um, uh, but yeah, you know, just to get in a nice wobble bowl and then, you know, a couple of dumplings on the side. I'm like, perfect lunch. And uh, yesterday morning, I made a fucking, I made a delicious egg with, with, uh, made some eggs with some red potatoes, with some, some spinach and onions and bell peppers. And I had a delicious breakfast. Um, and last night I felt the, I felt the rumbling returns of Friday night's dinner and I'm like, Oh, liquid hot magma. <laughs> you know, you definitely did. You feel it when you eat like that. Your body oh, just yeah. tells you like, this was a mistake, brother. Like it tasted fantastic going down, but it don't taste fantastic coming back. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's just, it's gross, but that's life, man. That's just life. And, um yeah i just just really been doing my best as as best as i can when when dealing with like this high stress situation and you know just kind of preparing for this this another big shift into another gear (laughs) i feel like i'm the fucking semi-truck now because i'm having to shift gears so much recently in these past couple of months but you know here we are yeah, and you know, end of year around the corner already, almost November. That's crazy, dude. Feels like just yesterday that it was September. Like, I do not know where these days have gone. October, what happened, what dude? Hell? Yeah, I started about this, like. Oh, go ahead. I started this job at the end of June, and it's like it's already November mm-hmm. tomorrow or Tuesday. Like, holy shit. <laughs> That's, dude, I am yeah, just thinking about it. I mean, we're also like over 30 episodes in in the mood lifters too. So no way. Like, yeah. Yeah. We've been grinding, bro. Holy crap. Granted, there are some episodes where it's like separate interviews, but yeah. we're like, we're about there. So consistently though. Wow. Consistently. As consistent as possible, you know, with the right, right. stuff, you know, but uh yeah, if we just keep pushing it, we're gonna like, like I was telling you, look back at episode one, you're gonna be like, holy shit, look where I was and look where I'm at now. And I think that's a, I think this is a pretty cool thing to like, document the journey of the sort, even though it's not like, in our day to day, but it's more of like a weekly, you know, recap of the sort. 
I feel like we can look back and just see all the progress we've, we've all made, you know? Hell yeah. I do like that a lot. Something I was thinking about getting back into just because, you know, my, my diet hasn't been the best and I want to kind of just give myself a real, real good reset. It's like I've been considering getting back into, you know, having like a daily probiotic for a couple of weeks to kind of get my gut health back to where it needs to be. Do you use any specific probiotics? I think we've talked, we talked about supplementation a little bit before, but probiotics specifically. So, you know, that's a really good question. I don't necessarily use probiotics. I did in the past, but the problem was, I think you have to take a break from them every once in a while, because if you keep just taking them, I had a bad uh, effect on my body from taking them consistently. And it was like, it was hard for me to go to the bathroom at times and stuff. So yeah, so I would, I would just, I have to look into it, man, because I don't really take them. Like I, I usually take like more, more so green supplements of the sort. Yeah. Um, just because, I mean, they still have some sort of probiotic blend, but I think it's like with those, it's like very low dose. So it's not like you're getting, what is it? The CFUs or whatever, uh-huh. like the billions of it. And it's uh-huh. like, it's a lot smaller than that. And then taking a green you know, supplement, I'm getting a lot of nutrients. And then on top of that, I'm getting a little bit of probiotics, not to the point where I was popping these pills and I was getting a ton of them, you know? So. <laughs> sure. Sure. I just, um, you know, when I was first starting my journey, I was doing like, you know, I was taking probiotics. I was having, um, oh, geez, what is that shit called? Super bitter drink. It's supposed to have a bunch of cultures and it. it's not key for kombucha. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you know, having kombucha and stuff. And that was really working out for me. I think I have a little bit of probiotic left, but I think Noah was wanting me to try uh, some that he was really liking. Um, I think I'm going to give that a shot and just kind of do a little extra supplementation to kind of really get my, uh, my gut health back in line. Cause like when I was, when I did that no sugar diet and I was doing, uh, I was taking their probiotic and it was rude. It was like 80 bucks a bottle for their probiotic. And I was like, <laughs> yikes. And yeah, no, no kidding. It was like, for some people, it's like, I mean, 80 bucks is 80 bucks, you know? There was a point in time where I was taking, um, I'm looking for my supplements. Uh, yeah, I don't have any anymore. Um, where I was just taking like Amazon probiotics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was noticing, I was noticing like not a huge difference, but like a little difference. And like mm-hmm. the, the little difference was worth the, 20 bucks for for three months supply or whatever the fuck i had and um yeah because i keep i'll be honest dude i keep getting fucking like targeted ads from like you know gnc and shit for uh oh god what is it like like eno sups and oh yeah and i just got one for some like like deer themed one that's called bucked up oh bucked up bucked up the pre workout <laughs> Hey, they went a long way with that name. And, um, you know, I, I, every time I see it, I'm like, fuck, do I need, do I need to add some like more higher, do I need to add more supplements to my daily? But it's like, it's like, why the fuck would I go and take a pre-workout to go to school? You know, (laughs) um, and thinking about like, maybe I should do something like that from like, for like when I actually go back to the work work. You know, like I want to get, want to get some more hydration stuff just because like, I know I'm going to be sweating a lot. So I want to make sure that I've always got electrolytes and I don't want to be reliant on, you know, I'm already at a good, a good point where it's like, sometimes my boss will get like, they'll get, fuck, what am I thinking of? Like Gatorades. Mm-hmm. They'll get Gatorades from Costco and every once in a while he'll grab regular sugar ones and I won't take those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't want to drink same. the regular the regular sugar Gatorade. It's just like, dude, one fucking bottle of Gatorade, like 16 ounces, got like 40 grams of sugar in. I'm like, no, that's fucking that's, that's suicide. It's like I'd much rather take like a lot of people are gonna be like, oh, why would you drink that? But you know, I'd much rather take the Gatorade Zero with the zero sugar in it mm-hmm. and not feel guilty about drinking 40 great 40 grams of sugar. 
because let's be honest, if I'm going to eat, if I'm going to have 40 grams of sugar, I want to eat 40 grams of sugar, not drink. 40 that's my exact, <laughs> that's my exact thought process. I'm not drinking any type of sugary drinks unless it was like a Gatorade electrolyte drink, which is like a couple grams of carbs, but yeah. that was just like to replenish my electrolytes. But if it was like a, you know, a soda or a regular Gatorade, you won't catch me with those. Cause I'm like, I'd rather eat my calories than con- like drink them, you know? Yeah, maybe the occasional eggnog or a fucking hot cocoa yeah, or something yeah. in the holiday times, but not none of this, you know, the occasional coffee with some creamer in it, but none of this, mm-hmm. you know, Gatorade shit. But, um, you know, kind of going along that vein of like something I can just get like a powder. Like, I, that's why I really liked your, um, your synergy. Yeah. Was that I felt really good about drinking this lemon candy tasting drink that was helping with, you know, keeping me electrolyte it up <laughs> and um yeah just that kind of process of like just thinking planning ahead as far as supplementation goes because i want to supplement a little bit to kind of just help me be way a little bit tighter on my my road that i'm trying to go down if that makes sense yeah so the things that came to mind to, for me are i think it's entirely okay with the electrolytes drink especially if you're working you know that physical work and it could be very exhausting and that electrolytes could be like a one-up that extra umph for your day-to-day and also could taste pretty good right and then like on top of that the other two things i would think about too is like in my opinion this is if you want to buy them but i would recommend something like a fish oil and a green supplement um just okay. because the greens will have a lot more nutrients in them and then the fish mm. oil is good for healthy fats and also on top of that it's it's good for cognitive health it's good for like inflammation it's good for things like that and uh, there's research that supports even it you know supplementing with fish oil in a larger dose helps with things like depression and anxiety yeah yeah so, we talked about that a little yeah, bit in the show yeah. so those <laughs> are like the those are like to me are like the big three i think of you know even though i had the pre workout and sleep supplement those things are more of like you pre-workouts, the performance-based aspect, and then the sleep supplements, the lifestyle, like we talked about before. And it's like, if I want to sleep a little bit better, I can buy this. If I want to get like a, you know, get fired up for my workout session, I could buy this. But it's like, for the other things, you know, I, I think that the foundational stuff is the most important, you know, the fish oils, the greens, sometimes you can include electrolytes, or you can include that in performance, but it just depends on your circumstances, you know. So are you using in, in regards to the greens, because fish oil is pretty, you know, straightforward. It's hopefully you're not, you're not using like a pump action, just <laughs> squirting fish oil in your mouth, you know, you're taking it in a tablet dosage, yeah. but as far as the greens go, is this just in the form of a powder that you're adding as an extra supplement into like protein drinks and stuff like that? Or Yeah. Yeah. So it, well, it depends because some of them you could drink alone. Some of them clash with the protein drinks. Um, one I like a lot just because I've used them in the past as first forms OptiGreens because it's it tastes like uh, berry. Oh. But I, I mix it in my protein shake. So it's like, um, let's say, for example, I have, I get like a strawberry milkshake or I get some sort of like, you know, flavor that kind of blends together well with it. And when you mix okay. it together, you get the greens and the protein. So that's something I, I typically do. I find that it's easy for me to, you know, chug it down because some of the greens out there are like super grainy and super powdery. And they have that powdery taste to it. So we got to be careful with that. Cause like, to me, when I taste that, I feel like it's like a lower quality type of supplement. And it's like chalky taste to it. Yeah. It's got like a chalky taste to it. And it just turns me off after drinking it. I get kind of sick. Like you have to chug it, you know? (laughs) That was like, that was one of my most frustrating parts. It's like, fuck, what was it? I forget what supplement I was taking, but it was like, I had to take it. I had to put it in hot water and I would put it in a small amount and then I would shotgun it and then I would take a normal glass and drink it to get it down. (laughs) It was just so fucking gross. I was trying to like, I was doing the hot water to try and get it so that it wouldn't be like clumpy at the bottom and then, you know, shotgun it down and then take the water to try and just wash it down before like my body recognized like, oh, this tastes like shit or oh, this is like, it's chalky and clumpy and disgusting and Cause like, dude, I'm a texture guy. I'm a texture guy. I don't like, you know, I don't like certain textures like, like celery, dude. I fucking hate the texture of celery. It turns me off and, uh, you know, like that clumpy tastes like you're eating sand, like wet sand. <laughs> like that's a no go for me too. Yeah. And, and ultimately it also, it comes down, you know, with, with consumption too, it's different for everybody. Yeah. And, 
like you'll see a lot of, and this will tie into like everything with supplements and, you know, nutrition and things like that. You'll see a lot of people say, oh, eat this compared to this one. Like let's eat this fruit compared to this fruit because this fruit's better. And it's like, that's not necessarily true. True. Your goal is to kind of get a diverse palette of fruits and vegetables in. And if there's some that you just cannot stand, avoid them, choose something else, choose another yeah. alternative. And that's okay. You're still going to get a good amount of nutrients in. You're going to get your fiber, you know, vitamin C, um, iron sometimes it just depends on what you're consuming and things like that. And just, you just discover that you trial and error it essentially. And even that involves, you know, supplements as well. You know, a lot of powdery supplements I refuse to drink because I've had bad experiences from them. There was a time like optimum nutrition's gold standard whey protein. It's like, that's like the default starter whey protein for everybody. It got to a point where I would gag at it. And I was like, okay, oh, this is like, I can't, my body does not, cannot stand this protein anymore. So I have to get mm. something that's a lot more easy to digest and easy to sit down with. And it's like, I found that a lot of the, some of the, I'm sorry, some of the whey protein isolates are a lot more digestible for me. And it's something like companies like my protein and my protein is like the name, my protein already tells me like they, they focus really hard on that protein, you know? So yeah. it's like, all right, it, this might be a better quality. Plus it's like a hundred servings for like 40 or 50 bucks. And it's like, it lasts me a while. And I'm, I'm like plugging other supplement companies, but if you guys need any help with supplementation, if I don't have the solutions with our brand, I will refer other brands to you guys. So you're more than welcome to like throw in the comments or message me at live reforged. If you have any questions about supplements, I, I want to make sure you guys get quality supplements and I'm doing the best I can with my own brand. And if something is shit from my brand, I would love for you guys to tell me, but other than that, like, <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where I want to provide the best value I possibly can for you guys on a multifaceted approach with exercise, nutrition, mental health, and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like shit, man, we've talked a lot about ghost. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I, I love that, that energy drink that I had. I, I enjoy, I very much enjoy the Oreo, the Oreo protein shake. The Nutter Butter uh, was, you know, not as good as the Oreo in my opinion. And, fucking gnc keeps emailing me about this this oreo birthday cake protein shake i'm like oh okay i might have to cop me some of that <laughs> um but yeah man i mean shit i mean eventually reforge will get there and you know it's gonna be top notch Ooh, yeah. <laughs> we'll get there in time i i can't wait to you know there's a lot of product ideas and i feel like it's not just gonna be supplements for us and like i mentioned yeah. before it's like snacks and beverages there's so many things that we could do for that and I feel like if we provide this entire experience, I don't want to just be a supplement brand. I want to be a lifestyle brand where it's like, you know, let's help your journey. Let's provide you good as tasting food alternatives or good as tasting drink alternatives to the things that you're consuming on a day-to-day -day basis. And just, just understand like the underlying thing around us is, you know, fitness for mental health. We can't always eat as healthy as possible, but if we're craving some sort of Oreo, for example, I don't know, maybe down the line, I have protein, you know, protein based Oreo snacks or something like Ooh. that, you know, it, it'd be tricky to manufacture those or create those, but uh, that could be something down the line, who knows, right? It, it yeah. could be anything, right? So if you have that alternatives, it's like, instead of the Oreo sleeve, you're going to have some like, one protein. big Oreo, one yeah, big protein, one Oreo. protein Oreo. And you might, you might, you know, I'm, I'm about bricked up right now. Dude. We got <laughs> <laughs> It's like, if you, you know, tasting that, like you might, you might taste some, a little bit more of the protein aspects of it, which is inevitable. You know, it's not going to be exact same as like something with high in sugar and high in fat, you know, the saturated fats and the, the sugar that just complements that Oreo, but it's going to be better alternative. Right. And it's like, I would choose this compared to my cravings of the Oreos and this fulfills my craving. And that's, that's essentially what we were, we're trying to do here. So yeah. Supplementation away from chaotic damaging foods to, to nourishing and satisfying foods. Yes, sir. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that, but you know, it all comes down to the progress we make in the brand. I can't manufacture those right now. Once the capital grows, I can, you know, keep putting it in and I can keep funneling in and yeah. it can be, it can happen. It can literally happen in the next couple of days. Who knows? Right. It's just, it's one of those things with business It's very unpredictable. 
But you go through this monotonous stuff. And then next thing you know, you're like, oh, whoa, shit. I just, something crazy just happened, you know? So Time that's to go crazy. a lot, so. <laughs> Hell yeah. Love it, dude. But we're coming up to a close here, Grant. Is there anything yes, you sir. want to talk about in particular? Or? Uh, not in particular, you know, I, something I've been thinking about a lot is like just, um, you know, because I stopped my, I stopped my Flex Pro, uh, you know, I, I thought it was kind of funny because when I called and, you know, you have to call them to cancel and they ask you like, oh, well, why are you leaving us today? And I, you know, I told them, I was like, dude, to be perfectly honest with you, like 80% of your meals are way too salty. And the guy's yeah. like, okay, have a great day. <laughs> and, you know, I've heard some people say like, oh, it's really hard to get them to cancel because they offer you all these discounts and stuff. And I experienced that. They're like, are you sure? I don't know why my camera's all zoomed in, but anyway, uh, like, <laughs> like, what the hell just happened? But like, they're like, are you sure you were going to give me this discount? I'm like, I'm sure. Are you positive? And I'm like, dude, I would refer more people to you. It just wasn't the solution for me. But the more you keep asking, the less I'm inclined to refer people to you. And I'm the yeah. same process with my brand. If I had a monthly membership, you know, tell me why you left. Okay. Have a nice day. If you need anything from us, please don't hesitate to reach out. If you want to come back, I still want to have that relationship there, you know, and if I provide that positive experience, who knows they'll refer somebody to me and things like that. But it's like, if it's constant, like, dude, I just want a one-time thing. Have a nice day. You know, it's, it's the end of the month, for example. And they're like, are you sure? Are you positive? And it's like, we went over six or seven emails and I'm like, it should have been done on email too. (laughs) Yeah, 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 totally. So I just, uh, you know, rapport is a really big thing. And that, that was something I was having to shift out of was like, okay, now I need to start planning ahead and just getting like, you know, so I've been grabbing like frozen meals, like lean cuisines and stuff like that. And, and you know, Atkins breakfast stuff mm-hmm. just to kind of help push me through the day. Cause it's like, I'm still in that problem where it's like, I come home and the last thing I want to do is cook, you know, it's easy to just grab some things that are easier to cook a bag of broccoli and you know the what the right rice and and you know buying some chicken and some ground beef and just cooking that up you know like i had turkey sausage yesterday it was fucking delicious and um just doing like simplicities things but it's like you know we've talked about it before but like i still really want to see some some fucking some tony high protein food recipe <laughs> i know i do that i'm so bad at that and i, I apologize because like there's like a lot of things that i want to cover and then it's like i i it's lose a lot. track of time yeah it's a lot of stuff but uh i'll do my best uh there's some things right now what i want to focus on is i just got a, a new tripod which is pretty awesome it's like a magnetic like I throw it against it and it just sticks on my phone. And oh. like, uh, I recorded some videos. I'm actually going to, you're going to see them in the Facebook group. Uh, most of it's on Instagram and YouTube and uh, TikTok as well. But it's like, you know, exercising from home, um, things that you can do when you're on nice. the couch. It's like, it's things like that. So it's like more deliberate exercises, like find the opportunities. Like the opportunities are there. You just need to know what to do, you know? Yeah, so it's yeah, like, yeah. Okay, like you could do push-ups here. You could do push-ups against the wall. You can, you know, I made a video and I'm doing push-ups on my dad's beanbag. And I'm like, all right, you know, <laughs> do some push-ups here, you know, incline. And then also I was doing crunches, like on sitting on the beanbag. And it's like, I'm getting a good ab workout. I'm getting yeah. a pump through this video. I'm like, okay, like it's, it's working real well. Something I've been doing, because like I, I just recently bought a new roller, you know, the mm-hmm. foam rollers for your back. And so yeah. like I'll, every, every couple of days I'll go downstairs and I'll roll out my back. And then I'll, um, you know, I'll, I'll roll to the roller where it's like where my butt is resting on it and then i'll do you know three or four sets of 10 of like leg lifts like Mm -hmm. slow controlled leg lifts and lowering it down slowly and it's like i don't know it's it's um that's just been something else i've been doing you know on the side as far as like extra exercising to Mm -hmm. to like you know kind of focus on on my body and getting more in tune with my body like i used to be yeah um that's really good too. It's really good. Yeah. Um, I, I would recommend that for a lot of people. I, w- I was watching these, this Instagram guy I had to follow. He like, his whole thing is like training on his fours, right? He's like using his hands, to, you know, he's crawling, doing bear crawl, you know, bear crawls, things like that. Uh. And like he get, he got, dude, he was getting wild with it. Like he started climbing <laughs> with his legs and he's floating in the air and his leg, you know, or I'm sorry, climbing with his hands 
floating in the air. I'm like, what the hell is this guy doing? He's so powerful. Like, you know, just watching those videos and I'm like, I should be recording more videos at home because some people are, you know, they're super depressed. They're not motivated to get off the couch. Let me show you some couch solutions that might help, you know, it might help you, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like just doing those little things, you know, it just, it, it helps a little bit. And it, you know, if you keep doing it consistently, it may help a lot in the long term and you uh-huh. might feel more comfortable you know i'm gonna grab some dumbbells or i'm gonna go to the gym finally and things like that and it's just like everyone's journey is different but if i could find some sort of like catalyst to initiate that for everybody i think that's that's the big game changer there i think that that will help a lot of people so i like that i like that a lot and who knows maybe this is the thing that helps out and the next thing you know you know somebody wants to partner up with me that makes good ass proteins meals and stuff and it's like all right you know send the recipes keep throwing the recipes at my guys because they need to know you know what what type of protein based amazing tasting foods there are out there you can get creative with so hell yeah well we've been talking about food i'm starting to get hungry <laughs> me too me too you know i'm, I'm going to grab food after this for the fam so nice, something nice. that uh I guess I've been unintentionally fasting for, but it's time for me to eat. So, hell yeah. Well, I don't got anything else to talk about. I don't think you got anything else to talk about. So, there's only one last question to ask. For all of our lovely listeners, we want to thank you for joining us. And we here at the Mood Lifters, we got one last question for you today. Have you lifted your mood today? Awesome. Thank you guys. I hope you guys go out there and lift your moods. And if you need help on your journey, please don't hesitate to reach out to any of us. We're more than happy to help. And if we don't have the answers, I'll do the research for you. It's not a big deal. Like it doesn't matter to me. This is my goal. My goal is to like essentially help you guys on your mental health journey with exercise. And even though exercise is one part of it, that's like that catalyst that can initiate the entire mental health journey of yours. And it it could flip the script on the pursuit of a better life. So with that, guys, thanks for watching, and we will see you in the next one. Well. All right, guys, I want to thank you all for watching this week's episode. If you have any questions or comments, as I mentioned before, please don't hesitate to leave them in the comments below. Like, subscribe, share if you're on YouTube. Leave a review if you're on Spotify. With that, guys, I am in the process of working on this exercise out of depression masterclass series or some sort of series. It's going to help you start your exercise for mental health journey. And I'm excited to get that out there. I have a lot of content prepared for it. Just been working on the script. And pretty soon we'll have a video series for you to get started on your journey. And if you guys need an extra kick in the ass on your fitness for mental health journey, as you know, we have two supplements, one pre-workout and one sleep supplement that are designed to help you on your journey. The pre-workout adds an extra umph to lift your mood. And the sleep supplement helps you essentially seize a great night's rest. If you're interested, head on over to amazon.com slash reforged or look in the show notes In the description below, we have some direct links to our products. And with that, guys, thanks for watching, and we will see you in the next one.